Hello, welcome to a very happy episode of the Farcom Podcast. Lots of great news surrounding Northwestern State Athletics right now. Volleyball team with an amazing come-from-behind win over UIW in the first round of the Southland Conference Tournament. Demon Basketball with a upset win over 15th ranked TCU 64-63, which many people will point out is the exact same score the Demons of Destiny beat 15th ranked Iowa back in the NCAA Tournament in 2005 under Mike McConathy. And the football team taking on highly rated UIW with the best offense in FCS for a chance of a share of the Southland Conference Championship. We'll start off with basketball and under coach Corey Gibson who's done a f- amazing job so far with this program in a short amount of time. I believe it's important for a new coach to come in and stake a claim to put a mark on the program to signify this era will be one of success. This era will be one to make people stand and take notice to show that under the new regime this will be a competitive team under coach McConathy and you look at his stats you know he struggled right off the gate and this is a demon program that if you compare now to then it's a much different landscape uh, the demon basketball team heading in to McConathy's first season really was a program that was just a bottom feeder was not a program considered to be uh, very successful or very competitive uh, had never reached the NCAA tournament, and I believe he put a stamp on the program by defeating Winthrop in the first ever playing game. Now that may seem insignificant now, as the playing game uh, has expanded to four now. It's not really considered as big of a deal. But back when we played in Winthrop, that was the first ever playing game, and when the Demons won that game, uh, it was on the front page of USA Today, front page of Sports Illustrated, front page of ESPN. It was really big deal. We got national coverage and a spotlight was shown on Northwestern State. My big thing whenever you make those statement wins, whenever you do something, is you have to build upon it. And Coach McConathy did build upon it. Now, there were some struggles after that as he had one of the most, uh, one of the younger teams in NCAA uh, with the Demons of Destiny, but he was able to piece those players together using the momentum from that Winthrop win. And then, of course, they went on a run, became, for a couple, a couple of years span, one of the better mid-major teams in the nation. You know, defeated Iowa, had an awesome win at home over Utah State, which I still think is the best atmosphere we've had. And for a good 10-year span, Demon Basketball was really on top of the Southland Conference alongside Stephen F. Austin and Sam Houston. Southeastern had some great squads. So Coach McConathy was able to build on that win. And I've always said that one of the tough things when you have a signature win is you must build upon those wins. You have to let them translate into something. Uh, There's tons of times when you see a program come in, they'll upset a big opponent, and then the bottom falls out, and that's it. And I'll give an example of this year is Marshall University. Uh, Marshall football upset Notre Dame. A huge win for that program, but they followed it off with a bunch of losses, so all the momentum they had from that just went away very quickly, and you can't have that happen. Demon Basketball coming up against TCU, and a player I'll have to mention in that game was Javante Black, who had one of the more impressive performances you will see from a Demon player, led everyone with 25 points, 9-15 shooting, an amazing 7-13 from three-point range. Uh, DeMarcus Sharp was right there with him with 19 points, 8 of 17, 
uh, shooting. He was three or four from the free throw line. Uh, really amazing. And then rebounding, uh, 10 rebounds for Isaac Haney, who played really good, despite only shooting three of 12, uh, played tremendous. So one thing about Javante Black, I love, and Marcus Sharp, is not only the fact they're hitting shots, but they're creating plays. You're seeing, it almost uh, reminds me of Kobe Bryant, the way he used to play when he go in, uh, do a stutter step or two, do some spins and get open. And that's what both of these guys are doing, especially DeMarcus Sharp when he goes inside. It's really, like I said, it reminds me a lot of Kobe Bryant, just that creating plays and isolating those one-on-one matchups to your advantage, and we're doing that. Now, with the Demon basketball team winning this game, you wonder, is there going to be a layoff? And Demon basketball came in and last night went to Illinois State. Now, many people around here may not be familiar with Illinois State, but it's one of the better mid-major programs in the nation. They're a very solid program, an amazing arena. If you've seen their arena, it's as good as any arena in the SEC, any arena in the Big Ten. It's a really well-done program, and Demons lost 69-67 to Illinois State uh, last Saturday, came back last night to Illinois State and won 70-67, and Demons led at one point by 14 points. Illinois State whittled it away, uh, had a really monster run in the second half to take the lead. Demons fended off that lead and ended up coming away with a victory, and then in that game, once again, I thought we played very efficient, 7-13 from three-point range, uh, which is really good to see, 15-18 free throws, and one thing I liked in both uh, this game against Illinois State and against TCU, and I said on last podcast, I thought we weren't really being as aggressive as needed, and I thought we really stepped it up big time with being more aggressive, going more in the lane. Uh, DeMarcus Sharp, once again, did his little spin move, his Kobe Bryant impression. He had 23 points on 10 of 20 shooting, uh, was hit his only three-point attempt. Isaac Haney came back with 14 points, 4 of 8, uh, 1 of 3 from three-point range. Jamonte Black um, only had 8 points on 2 of 6 shooting. He was 2 of 5 from three-point range. The thing I like about that, though, is you're seeing... DeMarcus Sharp, Isaac Haney, uh, Jamonte Black, Greedy Williams. They're all, you know, taking turns being that leader on the court. Uh, They're all taking turns being that go-to guy. So when you look at this Demon team, we're not relying on one superstar player. There's multiple guys stepping up, which makes it tougher for the opposing teams to defend. Uh, I'm really excited about that. That is uh, a tremendous look for demon basketball and one that'll help us I think once we get to conference when you look at that multifaceted attack it reminds me a lot of how Stephen F. Austin would play which Stephen F. Austin during their you know run and of course knocking off Duke uh, making a run incidentally tournament they were a team that even though they did have star players they had five six guys on their squad that could always come up and make the shot which makes it hard to defend you can't just double team one guy and think it'll work out so I really like where Demon Basketball is headed. I think it's going to be you know, a great year so far. And the big thing is you had that win over Texas Christian. Got a lot of national publicity. We were on national sports shows. ESPN covered us. Fox Sports. You know, it was headline coverage. And you follow that up with another big win. I think it's a really fantastic <clears throat> way to build upon that. Now Demons will come up. 
next week. It'll be next Saturday and Sunday in Conway, Arkansas against Central Arkansas in Bethune-Cookman. Uh, that was uh, called MTE Classic, so it'll be really fun to watch. Uh, Demons play that one. Central Arkansas is a solid squad. Uh, Bethune-Cookman's hearts get a read on, but they look like they're going to be a challenge, so there's a good chance for those to go on. And then we'll follow up December 1st, which is on a Thursday, and a really big matchup uh, where the Demons will travel to Stephen F. Austin uh, to face the Lumberjacks out in Nacogdoches, Texas. That would be a really big game, I think, for the Demons as... Stephen F. has clearly submitted themselves as the mid-major power in the area. If the Demons can go in there and swipe a win over Stephen F. Austin, that would be a big one. So, a lot of really good games coming up for the Demons, but love the way this team is situated. Love the way this team is playing. On the Lady Demon side, a tough loss to Southern last night, 56-52. Uh, much like the Oklahoma State game, I felt... Lady Demons had chances to win, just too many mistakes. Uh, too many times I felt like we were forcing the ball, especially late in the game when we are trying to make the comeback. It really felt like we were just forcing the ball inside way too much. Uh, wasn't a good thing for Lady Demons. Wasn't our best performance. Uh, but I do see some positives. I think our mid-range shooting is better, uh, but just way too much sloppiness with the ball in our last two games. Unfortunately for the Lady Demons, their next matchup will be against LSU on Sunday. Uh, LSU right now is uh, ranked 15th in the nation, and uh, they right now their big thing is that they have scored 100 points in every single game. Uh, the caveat on that is, while they have scored 100 points in every single game, uh, their schedule has been insanely weak. And it's one thing that I just think, uh, just from a personal perspective, if you're a team like LSU, uh, there is no reason to have a schedule this poor uh, pre-conference. And I understand uh, the excuse used was they have a young team, so they didn't want them to jail, but you could play somebody with a pulse. So far, they've played Bellarmine, Mississippi Valley, Western Carolina, and Houston Christian. Uh, they'll finish it off with us, then George Mason, UAB, Southeastern, Tulane and UNO before hitting South and uh, Southeastern Conference play. Uh, the one big game they have is Oregon State. That'll be in Hawaii. But a really weak schedule for a team with the talent of LSU. Um, and, of course, the thing they're going for is to try and get 100 points in every single game. So if you're the Demons, I think big thing is key for the Demons. Keep the ball. Don't turn over the ball as we've been doing don't force shots. Take the shots they give you and then get back on defense. Don't let them get transitioned. Uh, one thing the LSU uh, Lady Tigers do really well is they get in transition. They're great at getting pathways to the lane and getting easy layups. So uh, that's something Lady Demons are going to have to definitely correct before facing LSU. Uh, they'll have a week off after that and come back next Saturday against Arkansas Baptist in Prather. Uh, so Lady Demons, you know, Little things to correct. I'm not in panic mode yet, but definite things to correct going in uh, to that stretch against LSU and then Arkansas Baptist. Volleyball, if you haven't paid attention uh, to them, they're in the Southland Conference Tournament right now, which is being held in Hammond. Uh, first round game they had up against Incarnate Word yesterday, a 3-2 to two win. They'll come back. Today at 2 p.m. against Texas A&M Corpus Christi, which is a solid squad. 
Uh, Demons lost the first two sets, 25-22 and 25-19. Came back to win the third set, 25-20, 25-20 in the fourth set, and then a 15-12 win in the fifth set, which at one point, Lady Demons were down 10-8 in that one, went on a run to take an 11-10 lead. Uh, I believe it actually got to 12-10, then 12-11, then we went on to a 15-12 win, but a really great one. Uh, would love to tell you more um, about uh, how they played in more statistics. But again, uh, I'm not as much on the lingo on this. Um, for the Demons, I will bring out the leaders. Uh, Reagan Thompson had 12 kills. Brianna Bureau had 10. Uh, Simone Wesley had 9. And Jordan Gamble had 8 blocks. Madison McQueen with 4. And Amina Atro with 24 assists. So really cool uh, for Lady Demons. Want to give them some praise and shout out. Uh, if you haven't watched college volleyball, and I said this on Twitter, it is one of the absolute uh, most um, stressful and intense sporting events you can watch. It seems like every point is like a last second shot. Every the game can tilt in just a blink of an eye. It's really fun to watch and it's very fast paced. So uh, the conference tournament is an ESPN Plus. I do recommend checking that out uh, today at two o'clock. Uh, real fun sport to watch. So best of luck to the Lady Demons and a great, great performance. I believe it was their first uh, conference win since the year 2019 and 2018. Uh, they set on the broadcast. So uh, best of luck, Lady Demons, going forward. Going to have a quick word from our sponsor and then talk about the football team playing for their conference, a share of the conference title against UIW. Huge weekend uh, this Saturday for Northwestern football taking on a very good UIW team led by Lindsey Scott. Just want to show Lindsey Scott's stats because of how insanely impressive they are. He has completed 216 out of 292 passes for 3,409 yards, 45 touchdowns, only 4 interceptions, a 73% completions. Uh, it's just amazing. Uh, 340 yards average per game. And then on top of that, uh, rushing-wise, uh, Lindsey Scott, uh, very impressive. 261 attempts for 277 yards for 4.5 average. Uh, they are just an insanely good offensive team. Uh, for my money, the best offensive unit in the Southland Conference. Uh, in the game against Houston Christian, they're up 70-3 to at halftime. Um, they just uh, pour on points. They don't let up. Uh, one thing that uh, they, they've made a deal of is they uh, their thing is they play 60 minutes to the whistle. So it doesn't matter if they're up by 50 or 60 at the end of the game. They're throwing deep into the end zone. So their team, you must... Uh, come out and play a good game against you have to play you know solid ball uh, for the demons one thing you cannot have happen is uh, last week against southeastern Louisiana demons lost 23 to 7 and that game the demons really in the first half never seemed to get out of first gear uh, was not the best demon performance uh, there was a stretch in the middle of the first half where we had gone five straight uh, drives with a punt I think three straight three and outs and if you do that against uh, UIW, the score is going to get out of hand very quickly. Southeastern being the only team to knock off UIW so far, uh, they did it by basically outgunning UIW. And to beat UIW, I think it'll take 30 to 40 points uh, minimum 
to knock them off. Uh, no one has been able to stop them. Uh, they haven't been held under 30 points all year, so it, it's going to take a monumental task. I thought AM Commerce did a good job against UIW, uh, basically took away their passing attack, uh, neutralized it a bit, uh, gave up uh, you know 300 yards on the ground against UIW, which showed you know UIW does have weapons. They're not just the passing team, but Commerce basically slowed the game down, had long drives, uh, didn't score on them, but were able to burn a lot of clock, keep UIW's offense off the field. And I think for the Demons, uh, we're going to have to do that. As, you know, if you if you keep giving the ball to UIW uh, after three and outs, again, it's going to get ugly. Uh, for the Demons, though, against Southeastern, uh, Zach Clements, 16-30, 108 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Uh, never, again, offense never got clicking. Uh, Rushing-wise, our leading rusher was Scooter Adams, who had uh, 11 attempts for 43 yards, a 3.9 average. Uh, Zach Clement ran 10 times uh, for 36 yards with 3.6. So, uh, need to do better than that. Our leading receiver was uh, Trevon Jones, two receptions for 34 yards. Uh, just not what you want to see. Kennard uh, King, Javon Antonio, Stanley King, they were all really held in check. Which is something that can't happen against UIW. And if you watch uh, that UIW team on defense, they're very fast. They're not a very physical defense, but they're very fast, very quick to the ball. So whenever you play against them, our plays are going to have to be very quick hitting plays. We can't have long, slow developing plays. Can't have those play actions where you do the fake, you roll out, there's crisscrossing. If you do that against UIW, you're going to end up with a sack or an interception. Uh against UIW I think it's best quick slant routes quick out routes on rushing plays no nothing slow developing just find the hole and hit it and live to see another day offensively what UIW likes to do and if you look on my Twitter feed I share one of their a couple of their plays uh, they like to do a lot of pick plays and basically they have guys come underneath the person picks over the top so as a defender you either have to try and run through that pick which, of course, never works, and now give them a wide-open guy who can get, and with their speed, they can get a ton of yardage, or you go around that pick, which gives their receiver about a four- or five-yard bubble, which, again, allows them just to dink and duck it down the field. Uh, best way to stop those is uh, Commerce, I felt, they kind of did a little bit of a zone defense, kind of made it where the pick plays took it out of pocket. Now, UIW with Lindsey Scott is good enough where if you do that, they'll eventually adjust their routes and get inside the zone. Uh, so it's kind of pick your poison with UIW. Uh, best way to stop their offense is simply not to let their offense on the field. Uh, they What they do offensively is really impressive. Uh, for the Demons, we just have to play better. I think against Southeastern, it wasn't our best game. Uh, cost us a chance to win an outright conference title. But, you know, you improve, you move on. Uh, with that said, watching the Southeastern game, I didn't think we were outclassed that game. I didn't think they were a vastly better team. I thought they were a better team, but not one we couldn't have beaten if we wouldn't have played well. But that has been the story for Demon football is we haven't put two halves together. Second half, we shut out Southeastern. We played much better. We just couldn't put the ball in the end zone. Uh, for the Demon against UIW, it's absolutely imperative that we play full four quarters of football and if we don't it's going to be a nasty game and the uh, thing with this one you know we are playing for share of the conference title our playoff hopes are basically done uh, southeastern 
knocked off Nichols 40 to 17. Uh, so congrats to Southeastern. You know they they're a class program. They play good ball. They upset UIW, so they more than deserve uh, that conference title. They will be going to the playoffs uh, with the auto bid uh, for the Demons. Unfortunately, with a losing record. Uh, you're not getting into the playoffs. UIW should be in the playoffs regardless as well. Now, of course, the Demons can knock off UIW. Uh, that'll be kind of interesting to see uh, what that does to their seeding. Uh, as that would drop them to third place in the Southland Conference. Uh, we would, of course, get a share of the title. And you know, even though we don't go to the playoffs, I think a share of the Southland Conference title would be a big boon for the Demons heading into next year. Uh, but... Again, monumental task and one that the Demons are going to have to come up to. And something I've said time and time again is every time we seem to be in a big spotlight situation with football, we never seem to really take control of it. And you look back to what basketball just did. Had a big win over Texas Christian, but followed it up with another big win over Illinois State. So that fan excitement gets up. Uh, For the Demons, you know, you... Had a little bit of excitement growing. Then Southeast Missouri came in for homecoming, a little bit bigger crowd, and we flat out didn't do well. Then we come up with a big one over at Texas A&M Commerce, dominate uh, what many people thought was the top three team in the conference, and then follow it up with a subpar performance against Southeastern with a lot of people watching. Now we have Incarnate Work coming in. You know they're ranked uh, number five or number seven, depending on what you're looking at a chance to win a conference title so hopefully and i'm assuming we're going to have a lot more people in the stands in turpin stadium going to have more eyes on the product uh this is again that's one of those chances you have some momentum you have to grab it so uh, for the football program that's been uh, an issue we've had we've never seemingly held on to that momentum uh, you look back under jay thomas we upset louisiana tech and followed it up with nothing Uh, We have to follow up this excitement with a positive result. And I'm not saying it's a must-win game for the Demon football program, but we have to show people and show nationally that we can take on a top-five team and compete. We can compete with the best teams. I think we can. I do believe we have the talent to compete with UIW. I think we have the talent to even possibly pull an upset. But for us to do that, it will require us to play a really good game and requires to play four quarters of fundamentally sound football. Uh, Zach Clement, he's a winner. I've said it before. You know, he's a guy that has led teams to state championships. He knows how to win. Uh, you know, he's going to have to step up. And you look at the other guys on team, Scooter Adams, uh, Kenneth Lacey, uh, Kobe Burrell, Stanley King, you know, Kennard King, you know, all those offensive guys. They're very good. Then you look uh, defensively, the guys we have, Jamar Valson, P.J. Harrington, Jacob Washington, uh, all guys who are very good guys, all guys who know how to win, who are superstars in their own right. Uh, and if these guys can put it together four quarters of football, you know, the sky's the limit with this team. So uh, going to be a really interesting game out at Turpin Stadium. Uh, hopefully we'll have a great crowd. Hopefully UIW brings a big amount of fans. I think both teams deserve a packed Turpin Stadium to finish the season off and you know a chance to win our you know share of our first conference title since 2005 can't be understated so a really big one out there for uh, the NSU Demons. Thank you for listening to this episode hope everyone has a great great weekend Uh, best of luck to volleyball today they'll be playing in a few hours as I'm recording this on a Friday. of course, best of luck to the basketball team as they continue to build on that momentum. The football team, big one. 
uh, Lady Demons with a huge task up at LSU on Sunday. So lots of excitement for Northwestern State. And one thing I love about right now, why I said it's the happy episode, is uh, just a lot of excitement, a lot of positive press for Northwestern State Athletics right now. Uh, something we need to keep building on. Uh, Kevin Bastian, you know, leading this athletic department. This is a great thing for NSU Demons and a great uh, thing for Natchitoches. So uh, better days ahead. And I think right now you're seeing the Demon Athletic Department on an upswing, which is something we've wanted for a while. Uh, finally coming to fruition. The big thing, though, with this uptick in momentum is we've got to hold on to it and grasp it and build something positive out of this. Uh, it's what SFA did. That's how uh, they've had their positivity when they had their basketball success. You look at Sam Houston, they took their football success uh, and they transitioned it into an invite to Conference USA. So uh, we have to find this momentum now, grab it, and build upon it. Thank you for listening. Hope you have an absolute wonderful week. As always, if you want to contact me, please do so on Twitter at Farkham Podcast. You may also email me, Podcast at yahoo.com. Love to hear feedback from everybody. Have a safe safe weekend for everyone traveling to the games. Uh, please drive safely. See you next week. And as always, Farkham Demons. <laughs>